0: You're now listening to Sound Talent Media. Check out more shows at SoundTalentMedia.com. This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Want to know another Snapple fact? The first hot air balloon passengers were a sheep, a duck, and a rooster. Ridiculous. Check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavored Snapple near you. Do it live! Fucking thing sucks! Sucks! I have nothing to do with Russia, folks, okay? The mother of all bombs. You, you, don't don't you, don't don't you don't. Don't. people are captured. He's a crisis
1: actor. Oh, uh, look at my African-American over here.
0: Another deadly day on the Gaza border. I got the brick. Why? John Podesta rigged the poem. Turtle drills are not allowed here. What's next? Requiring a license to make toast in your own damn toaster?
2: Hell no. You gotta see this guy. Oh, uh, I don't know what I said.
0: Oh, uh, I don't remember. You would
2: be much happier at home with a husband. Spend 400 years? That not like a choice. Let the devil
1: rape your children, America! I want to build a wall. We'll get a motherfucking guys.
0: Are you African American? I don't know what you're implying. And what is a laptop?
1: Bing, bing, bong, bong, bing, bing. I've bing, away.
0: Bing. This is the worst
2: possible timeline with Eric Wilson and Patrick Kindling
1: ready to get into it let's just get right to it what what, what's going on what's what's i yo i haven't been in the world i have not been in the sphere of influence of the twitter of instagram and i don't the shit sucks man i've glanced at it and i i can't i like the longer i stay away the less i can delve in so you got to tell me what are we talking about what's going on this is the worst possible timeline i am eric
2: I'm Patrick, and Eric. You're you're studying the blade. Is that correct?
1: I, precisely. I am spending all my time with myself, growing more feral as the days go by, studying the blade and working on my body.
2: I mean, that's perfect. It's everything that it should be. That's great. I'm very happy. <laughs> I don't. I don't. You. I don't know, man. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, the alternative. The alternative sucks. The alternative, which is being engaged with the world and and uh seeing social media and and uh trying to
0: Greetings from Evergreen Podcasts. We're rolling out a listener survey and we want to hear from you. The information in the survey will help us gather statistics and in turn make our shows more appealing to advertisers. I know most people don't like ads, but this is one of the only ways our shows make money and help keep their lights on. We promise it will only take a few minutes, but the impact on our podcasts will be tremendous. As a token of our appreciation, we'll randomly select one lucky participant each month to win an exclusive merchandise package from Evergreen Podcasts. Head to evergreenpodcasts.com slash listener survey to help a show and possibly get some free stuff for doing so. We can't thank you enough for the support. Now back to the show.
2: Uh, d- determine what is real and what is fake, and if that's a real opinion, how can anybody hold that? And what's wrong with people? And how are seventy-eight thousand people in less than ten hours uh, tweeting about Wayfair conspiracies? Uh, it, it, it it's bleak out here. And if you can, if you can enter a state of of uh a, a sort of chemically induced bliss. Uh, you know, just bliss out on some, uh, peyote buds. I, uh,
1: Adrena chrome.
2: Yeah. I wish you the best. It, it, it is ugly out here. Although shout out to our man, Nick Cannon. Uh, we've been, we've been backing this guy for a long time. And finally he, came with the Farrakhan quotes.
1: Are, are we, are we, uh, are we in a cannon stands? So yeah. So he vaguely said something weird, right? Vaguely.
2: Vaguely. Um, I wouldn't call it vaguely. So, uh, yeah, this is a, uh, this is the Dalia cannon cast. Uh, we, 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 Cape, we cape. we stand. Uh, there's characters that not everybody loves. They've, maybe they've transgressed in some way. Maybe they haven't, but, we're not here to judge them. I'm no man's cop. You understand, mm, right? So, uh, Nick Cannon, I, I've been working on my Nick Cannon impression all day.
1: Okay, okay. Uh, is it? Is it? It's similar to your Farrakhan impression.
2: Well, he. Okay, so you're aware that he said some wild shit. How much do you know? Um, did he? Did he say something about the Jews? Okay, hold on. I'm going to read from the transcript that he said. Okay. Or isn't it
1: so said? weird just before you go, isn't it so weird how, 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 uh, a lot of like black celebrities can kind of get away with being like vaguely anti-Semitic. Oh, vaguely. Like I mean, they get a pass. It's kind of wild.
2: Vaguely. What are you talking about? <laughs> Fucking, I, I, here's an interesting thing. Ice cube who no uncertain terms, anti-Semitic, uh, uh memes, uh, history of anti-Semitism on album. Uh, his business partner, the guy that he's made millions with, uh, Jewish. Uh, that's why I don't really believe people's bigotry. Like you know that saying, right. like when pe- when people present themselves, believe it. You know when people show them when people show you who they are, believe it. That's all some like tacky bullshit. That's not who you are. Like this dude is uh, these dudes espouse these values that they don't actually hold. It's you just wanna, uh, it's, it's you the cumia
1: Patrice relation.
2: Yes. So uh, you know what Nick Cannon sounds like. No, tell me. Well, have you ever seen him?
1: Oh, of course, yeah. But I okay. want to know what, what's your, what's your interpretation.
2: Oh, okay. So, so, so uh, I'm going to read directly from the uh, the transcript of him on his show uh, interviewing uh, Richard Pr- Professor Griff Griffin. I I did not know Professor Griff had a first and last name, um, and. Uh, so Professor Griff, for people that don't know, kicked out of Public Enemy in 1989 for anti-Semitic Sem- uh, statements. I remember that. Uh,
1: he said it. Didn't he say it like directly to the press? Uh,
2: yes, I believe he did. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so uh, Nick Cannon says, uh, When you have a person that is oh, has no. the lack of pigment, the lack of melanin, That they know they will be annihilated.
1: Wow. So therefore,
2: however they got the power, they have the lack of compassion that melanin comes with compassion. Melanin comes with a soul that we call, we call it, we're soul brothers and sisters. That's the melanin that connects us. So, uh, did if would you have guessed that this is him? Am I doing a good job?
1: You sound like Master Splinter. It sound it's it, it's it's kind of more anime. I studied him all day. You're saying I'm not even close. Uh, 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 not 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 the Nick Cannon I'm familiar with. All right, let me try to dial it in a little bit better. Oh, okay. Uh,
2: so with the people that have it a little, and we're going to say I'm going to say this carefully, are a little less. They, and the where the term comes in from, because I'm bringing it all the way back to Minister Farrakhan, to where they may not have the compassion, or when they were sent to the mountains of Caucasus, when they didn't have the power of the sun,
1: that was like the sun. I'm sorry, say it again? You're getting closer, but uh, this one this one's like a little more Apu. Oh, really? I thought I was doing Scottish. <laughs> So
2: here's the deal, everybody. I have I cannot. I'm basically tone deaf, and it makes doing impressions almost impossible. So, so it is it is very frustrating to me. It's <laughs> that I can't replicate a voice at all. Hold on. Here's my Sean Connery. Um, oh boy. Oh. <laughs> That, that, because, because I don't hear th- like I literally cannot understand how to replicate the tone
1: I don't it's, get it I at all I think it's because you have such like a distinctive voice It's like that no matter What kind of voice you do You just sound like yourself So when they are acting Out of fear And they're acting out of low self esteem
2: They are acting out of A deficiency So therefore the only way that they can act Is evil The only way they can They
1: have to rob, steal, rape, kill, and fight. So that's, you know, it's talking about whites. It's hard. It's it's, yeah. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, I feel like I'm focusing too hard on your voice rather than the actual content. But, uh, Mm. anytime Nick Cannon should be aware, uh, look, he's a celebrity. He's been a celebrity for a long time, over 20 years. He's a savvy enough dude. Uh, you should, know, regardless of what you think about Minister Far- Farrakhan, you should understand that invoking his name may not end well for you.
2: No, but you do, as you pointed out, you do get sort of a latitude because whites are so scared of criticizing black people's uh, inherent bigotries, particularly at this exact moment where the the, uh, the once pretty academic almost fringe idea that uh, people of color can't be racist is now like totally invaded the, the mainstream. I think it's such a like bananas statement because, hey, everybody, that's fine if you want to co-opt the word racism to mean a systemic uh, 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 effort at oppression. But there also has to be a word for the thing that we consider a very ugly racial sentiment. You know, I mean, so so like, so whatever we want to call this behavior, I don't care if we call it racism, but we do need to acknowledge that it is, an, a a racial bias of the type that most sane people find pretty distasteful. (laughs) So, like, it's and the thing that he here's Eric. Why I know this is a psyop. Are you ready? Yes. So this is psyop because. Uh, he was fired from his NBC show Mm -hmm. for saying, uh, for being anti-Semitic, for anti-Semitic statements, right? He was given the opportunity to apologize and he did not. He said, I was just saying the truth. what's the problem, which is very, very fun. I, I listen, people are going to think I'm making fun of Nick Cannon. I would 100% go on a gym date with Nick Cannon. 100%. I don't give a shit. He seems like a fun guy. Um, so he, uh, he lost his job for anti-Semitism. That's the actual statement from the network. And here's why I think that's a psyop because he caught Oh, uh, wait, I haven't even gotten to it. Hold on, Eric. So I was just about to get into all his Jew statements, but let's go into uh, when he says, uh, so these people, what, what kind of, accent? hold on, let me try to dial in. So these people, they don't have what we had. And when I say we, I speak of the melanated people.
1: I don't even know what you're doing now.
2: That's De Niro. <laughs> <laughs>
1: oh my God! Yeah, impressions are not your strong suit.
2: I think I'm like a Frank Cavallaro. Uh, so let's see. <laughs> so no, I'm his, I'm his cousin. Oh, okay. Uh, so uh, they had to be savages. They had to be barbaric because they're in the Nordic mountains.
1: They. Oh.
2: They're in the rough torrential environments. I don't think torrential is what he meant to say, but but it happens. You know, you're speaking extemporaneously. I understand. Sure. sure. So they're acting as animals. And then professor Griff says, right, right. And then Nick Cannon says, <laughs> so they're the ones that are actually closer to animals. They're the ones that are actually the true savages. Uh, and here's the thing. When you say that Jews control the banks or whatever, and that's what loses your job. Listen, I'm going to get into a whole thing about why I feel like he shouldn't have lost his job. So don't come to me thinking I like I'm advocating for this guy's firing. I am not in any way. In fact, I am implicitly against it. However, uh, it, this aggravates Whites who believe that they are being discriminated against in some way. When you fire the guy and say he was fired for anti-Semitism, not for calling whites animals. Mm. (laughs) So so like, it feels like such a psyop. It feels like it's being engineered to aggravate militia men. Like this is like, I feel like we're going to get a bombing at a federal building in the next few weeks because of this. And I feel like, like these media outlets, just kind of goad it into happening. They're like, Oh yeah, let's fire him for, let's not acknowledge that he called whites animals. Let's, let's not even say that that's in the dialogue here. And it's like, yo, why are we being so forgiving of this? And the answer is clear. It's because white people feel really uncomfortable. Like saying, Hey man, that's really not cool. And Hey, before anybody comes from my throat, I fucking think it is cool. (laughs) <laughs> I don't got any, I don't got any problem with this at all.
1: <laughs> like, I don't I, know. I, are there people out there that really have I you know what it is? White people that are that would be bothered by this statement are not necessarily bothered by the statement itself. They're bothered by the perceived double standard. You know what I mean?
2: Right. Oh, no. Sure. Sure. I mean, listen, no militia man gives a shit what Nick Cannon says, but but the the double
1: standard is what kills
2: him. You
1: know what I mean? But, so. But, so, so uh, I, I guess what I mean is, like, saying that white people are savages is not, I mean, it's, like, vaguely racial because you invoke the word white. But, like, you know, that's not a stereotype that exists. That's not, like, a longstanding, like, that's not connected to any, like, stereotypes or whatever. So, like, Eric, do you know what I'm saying? sort of but if i say jews run the bank oh oh the jew thing yeah the jew thing yes not the but i'm talking about the the white the white people comment
2: so but here's my point though is like so what if i say like if i come at somebody with a totally incongruent accusation then and that makes it okay you know i mean like like if i say like damn those koreans are, are are uh you know they're so fit and 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 (laughs) good and good at hunting people you know i mean like what what could i say where it would be so incongruent that no it doesn't fit into any
1: stereotype but it's pretty weird and it's definitely racial well it's just i think it's just weird i think the weirdness of making a statement like that is like is what is just what overtakes the 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 whatever it is because it's like it's not it's like you're saying, it is incongruent. It's not, it doesn't fit in with any of the stereotypes that we have. Therefore, it's like, it kind of falls into, it, it becomes its own weird conversation. It's it's st- not a nice thing to say, but it's not explicitly like hateful in a way that like we're used to. It's just like, it doesn't fit in with that conversation so much to me. Or like it does, I don't think it will for most people.
2: So if, if this guy, so yeah, but does that excuse it? Like if he says like Jews, (laughs) what work or like what
1: workhorses, you know, like it's a weird thing to say. (laughs) It is just weird. I mean, I I mean, I'm specifically when it comes to white people, obviously everybody everybody gets a pass.
2: You're being the mealy mouth white like guy where you're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's cool. Piss in my mouth. I'm just, no, sub-
1: it's not even I'm that just, it's just like, it's, white guy. it's not, it's, it's, it's really not even that. I'm just saying that the way in which these conversations about race and like the way that we talk about things, the way it's perceived, it's like, it's just not, it's just, it's, it's not the same thing. Like I said, the, the white dude that would get offended at, at what Nick Cannon said about white people isn't offended because he's white. He's offended because he can't say mean things about black people, and Nick Cannon can say mean things about oh, white yeah. people. That's yeah, yeah, that's yeah. kind of what I'm driving at.
2: Yeah, I, I'd say that's true enough. But but listen, this isn't me saying why isn't there a W E T? You know what I mean? Like like it's not that kind of conversation. But I do think it needs to be addressed that you know when the double standard is that blatant it clangs in people's fucking heads and they don't like it and they don't feel good about it. And it, it breeds a resentment, you know? So it's like, I think this is a pure psyop. I think this is like engineering, like some, uh, like, uh, Hey, how can, uh, it, you know what it is? It's Rupert Murdoch and, uh, uh, Jeff Bezos. Uh, they're all on some pedo Island and they're like, want to engineer a race war? <laughs> yeah, I think I can, I think I can manufacture that whole cloth. You know what I mean? Like, so that's what I think it is because but, it's crazy to not acknowledge that he called an entire race of people animals.
1: Do do people <laughs> do really do do they really feel a way about it? Like, I just maybe it's my thing. Maybe it's my autism showing because, like, I can't I don't know. I can't imagine feeling a certain way about the thing Nick Cannon said. And I am a white person. If anyone Eric, know.
2: Eric. I don't just not care. I want to hang out with him now. I'm just (laughs) saying that there are people that will care and, and they're not, what it does is it, it, it removes plausible deniability because with all this stuff, you can kind of be like, yeah, you know, whites are bad. So it's okay. It's crackers. Okay. You know, like you can say all that shit, but like when you, when you've got like a beloved, uh, public figure TV host going, yeah, the whites and the Jews are in cahoots. One is uh, the slave master. And the other one is just the mindless savage that uh, attacks our people because he doesn't have a soul, which is stated in this because he doesn't have, he doesn't have m- uh, melanin in his skin, which is the, how you get a soul. So Eric, that, yes, that doesn't have, it doesn't have 400 years of, of, of charge rhetoric behind it. That's true. But it's, it's explicitly dehumanizing. <laughs> you know what I mean? So like, it's, I guess, again,
1: so.
2: I'm not mad. I'm just
1: saying, I, would, I, I need to talk to the person who feels dehumanized by that statement. Cause I just like, yo, that's, I, I mean, what you, what you just said, like, calling a white guy a cracker never meant anything to any white dude. No one ever went, Oh, like that never hurt. I don't, I don't think that word ever hurt a single white person.
2: Eric, you're missing the point.
1: I, I hear you're, well, you're so correct me if I'm wrong, but the, the place that you're coming from is that he's admonishing an entire race. And therefore there will be people that like feel resentment about that. Right. There's going to be, it's
2: just as you said, it's not that they feel wounded, but Eric, if he had said he could pick any race, he could pick a marginalized race. There's no, there's no logical reason to care why Nick, what Nick Cannon feels about your skin color. So like, let's say, let's put it, the shoe on the other foot. Let's say that Nick Cannon, uh, is a white guy and he's, and pick a white guy. Let's make it, uh, Gerard Depardieu. Is, is on, uh, for some reason, talking to Professor Griff. And he says, uh, yeah, black people are animals. Like, listen, now are there for, is there hundreds of years of charged dialogue on that subject that makes it so it's beyond uh, incendiary? Uh, yes, yes, for sure. However, I don't think a single living black person cares what Gerard Depardieu thinks about them. So you can't tell me that somebody is wounded just because they're from a marginalized identity. You know what I mean? Like nobody, like no, you'd have to be insane to care what Gerard Depardieu says, just as you'd have to be insane to actually care what Nick Cannon says. I'm just saying that just as you said, there is, you're saying that they would just be offended because they can't say it back. And what I'm saying is that's true, but that's also validates their entire worldview that they are being persecuted.
1: Yeah, 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 no, they're, you're right. Yeah, that's definitely true. But I mean, it definitely is. That's sort of like white genocide, like the, the, the you know, those yes. dudes.
2: Yeah, I, I, I think that a lot of times we get lost in the weed, like not you and I, but just culturally we get lost in the weeds of if somebody should be offended when we just need to acknowledge that everybody that can be offended will be. You know what I mean? Like anybody yeah. that can find a reason to be, it doesn't mean it's a reasonable thing. I don't think it's reasonable to be offended by anything. Like, I, I really don't <laughs> like, like, uh, I, 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 it's like a ludicrous idea. Like, wh- why do you care about the stranger's notion of you? you yeah. Know? Like,
1: and, but I mean that, and look, I feel the same way and I've been, I've been told by people time and time again. And like that it's just a, it's a, a very white dude kind of thing. And that's like, horseshit. I just that's have what? to, I don't know. I, I just, Eric, I have to Eric, kind of shrug. I mean, I'm a white Eric, dude.
2: Eric, it's horseshit because because you can meet an equal number of black men in this world who the notion of being offended by a white idea is an assault on their masculinity and would tell you to suck a dick that they're not offended by anything you could say because your words don't have any hold on them. Like there's just people who are want to be victims. And then there's people who want to be in control of their lives. And like, if you, if you say that you are offended by a, a, a thing that a stranger says, no, like not somebody who has control over your life, but just a straight up fucking boob ass stranger, then yo, know, you're you're faking. I don't care who you are like you're faking because and for anybody that's like, no, you don't know black people. Yo, I do. I just happen to know not pussy black people. So like they would never cop to being offended by a stranger's perspective on something. It's like, yo, I don't know that guy. Why the fuck do I care what he
1: says? So what if that person right? What if what, what if that person holds a large amount of either social currency or real life currency or, you know, that's still not offended.
2: That's hey, there's some danger here.
1: Like like for right.
2: example, if if the president is espousing like yo, Mexicans, I don't think are offended that Trump doesn't like them. You know what I mean? I think that they see a, an inherent danger in being dehumanized by the the guy holding the highest office in the world. You know what I mean? <laughs> like so, it might feel like a a a, a, a what do you call it a like a delineation without a difference you know what i mean but it's uh there is a difference there there's a difference between being offended offended is pearl clutching nonsense where where you're 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 allowing somebody else's view explicitly their view to uh somehow unmoor your idea of reality or or your self-worth versus oh hey i'm i'm uncomfortable that a guy who sets policy seems to be a fucking racist you know what i mean like yo, those are different ideas
1: yeah, I mean, they, they, they do bleed into each other. And there there's, there's plenty of crossover. I hear what you're saying. And like, look, I've said it on previous episodes. And if people want to think it's a, a white dude opinion, well, I'm a white guy. So whatever. I mean, like, I just I'm being true to myself. I just yeah, I think I said it last episode. I just don't care. I just don't really care what other people think. Like, it just doesn't really affect how I live my day to day. Like, I'll feel, I'll feel a way about it. Maybe I'll, I'll certainly have an opinion and I, I take everything I hear into consideration, but like if you are a dirt person or even if you're a billionaire, like what were, what, what worth do your words have to me? They, they don't really, unless you're paying me or fucking me or like having some sort of, you know, unless, unless you're really directly involved with my life and what I'm doing, like, I just don't really fucking give a shit what anyone has to say about anything.
2: Well, here's the if you're paying me aspect. So I, I pretend to be Reddit libertarian Patrick, but as I've stated many times, my least libertarian notion, my most uh, big government idea is uh, that you need protections for your off work site speech. If you tell somebody to suck your fucking dick until they die and you do it from your own email, not your company email, I think you should be protected forever against being fired for that statement. If you from your if you from your front yard on your day off, start waving a Confederate flag in the nude uh, and and start trying to recruit slaves. Uh, I think that you should be protected for the rest of your life from that off work site uh, freedom of expression. So this is an example of that. Uh, Nick Cannon was not at the masked singer at the time that he made the statement. It would be very funny if he was, but he wasn't. Oh wait, didn't he make the statement? Was it not recent? It was, it's very recent, but it it was his show. So that was, that, that is not his work site. And I think that you need to be protected. I, I, I really, you know, I, I was, uh, I got into a little, a little tiff, a little tit for tat online with two fellas that were just trying to challenge my ideas about cancel culture and say, but what is it? But what is it? And it's like, yo, it's not, you and I've been through this. It's not very hard to define. Like you're being really disingenuous. If you, if you pretend that you don't know what people are talking about and they're like, well, some people say it's this other people say it's that it's like, yeah, listen, And I'm sure that there's somebody calling a carrot, an apple somewhere, you know what I mean? But uh, we don't need to uh, take time to reflect on, Oh, is that really an apple? But so, so the point is like, yo, when you attempt to rob somebody of their ability to feed themselves by using a corporate lever against an individual, uh, that is cancel culture. And the example that I used for, for was, Hey, would you feel comfortable saying that you that it is simply the free market in action if this was 1960. And the gentleman I was talking to said, I don't know. And I said, I don't think you would because you have a sneaking suspicion that the person who would be fired at their job, w- f- from their job, would be fired from espousing views that you agree with, not ones you disagree with. Therefore, you are not, Whole, you're not holding an ideal in your mind. You are trying to win in the moment and it is, it is a pirate victory. It is, it is shallow and, and, and uh, we need to get past that. We don't it's like, it's like I always say, like morality clauses were used against gays less than 20 years ago. And now they're being used against somebody that uh, says that, uh, uh, you know, uh, uh, support the troops. And, and it's like, Yo, know it, it's yeah so the shoe's on the other foot now but it's going to be on back on, it's going to be back on the left foot soon you know what i mean so why why are we playing games just protect we need protections nick cannon for president
1: <laughs> you know it man it's just like when people that are willfully dishonest about uh cancel culture are just like it's it's I don't even know how to engage in that conversation with people. Like when people say like, it's not real or like when it's like, you know, Oh, well the people who have been canceled. Like they don't even really suffer that much. It's like, yo, insane oh, statement,
2: insane statement.
1: It's, it's really insane. It's like, Oh, they got in trouble online for a week. It's like, yo, it's just, it, it's just so will. you what cancel culture to me is, is just like, it's, it's, it's a way of, of, it's people self policing. It's like self. If it's 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 monitoring each other, and it's like really for the only the only thing it amounts to is like what you'll be able how you'll how you'll carry yourself in your life, either by fear of the mob or like fear of you know in, like losing employment or like being unemployable. Like it's just this like social monitor. That's like always gazing at you. And it's like, it's like really actively sickening. It's just a world of snitches.
2: Yeah. I like when you get in your queen's bag and just make this about the
1: fact that it's snitching. It is. That's all it is to me. But it's like, it's snitching from like a corporate standpoint. It's like, it's tattling. It's, it's tattling to your boss. It's like, yo, what's your problem?
2: Did you see Scott Adams got jammed up, but there's no jamming up Scott Adams. Cause he doesn't give a fuck <laughs> who's Scott <laughs> Adams. Scott Adams is the Dilbert guy.
1: Oh, that Uh, guy, yeah.
2: So he's like a huge Trump guy. Like
1: he's got like a real like pickup artist energy. He's like just like such a dislikable dude. Dude, He he was he was a non Trump guy, and then he switched teams when he found out that Trump wanted to get rid of like the estate tax. It was something really weird. Yes, yes, yes. yes. I think that's accurate. That's like that's such a weird like thing to be like, oh wait, actually, I'm with this guy. Yeah, I'm a single issue voter on the estate. (laughs) That's such a Uh, weird single issue.
2: So, you know what, though? Respect. I keep telling people, like, hey, you're right to vote your interests and other people are right to vote their interests. You know what I mean? Like, that's, you don't need to feel bad about that. Like, yo, that is the purpose of uh, representative government. So, point is, uh, Scott Adams had a Dilbert strip that, was really no punches pulled uh, explicit about the fact that people who make accusations of racism are typically doing it from a careerist uh, uh, angle that they want the job of the person that they're accusing. And I thought this was such an interesting thing that happened online. So Scott Adams does not help this conversation because he's profoundly dislikable. Like he's, he's just about as big a turd as ever
1: has ever walked. <laughs> he's, he's a turd.
2: So, so it's not easy to defend him in any way. He, he really like goes out of his way to be an Island. Like there's just no, what do you, Scott Adams is no one's friend. <laughs> so he, uh, but I thought it was so interesting that that strip, which totally summarizes many people that whisper in my ear, I should be clear about this. And Eric works in television where this is now reaching a boiling point where people are, people are very anxious about this. Eric, you might be insulated from it, but in LA, this is like, I get phone calls about this and I'm not even in Hollywood. (laughs) So like Mm. it's an anxiety that people have and whether or not it's true, I don't think is as important as acknowledging that it is An anxiety that people have only if you only if you acknowledge that, can you then address it and say, "Okay, this is why that's not the case. Or this is why that might be the case in some instances, but not in all. Or, yes, that is often the case. However, so these are all tracks you can take in, in trying to. Uh, level with somebody and say, Oh, Hey, your concerns represent many people's concerns. Let's put that to bed. Here's what it is. Instead, they just call him like an alt right MAGA turd and he doesn't read any of that. And if he does, he does it with his hand on his dick. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, and it's like, yo, this is the worst uh, non-discourse fucking truly like I, I I'm more negative on Twitter than you are right now. And you refuse to look at it. I think that it is like, it's only for people that have no, no, their cognitive abilities are are eroded to the point that they are, they're just responding like, like tapeworms. You know what I mean? Like it's, it's,
1: It's a lot of that.
2: Yeah. It's just flatworm response. You know what I mean? Like, like, okay, we can prove it's alive because it is responding to stimuli.
1: You know, (laughs) it's like, that's, that's where people are at. It's, it's people that are, that like are, it's, it's, it's seemingly like their only like social interaction in some way, or their only like human connection is through that. And it like turns them into like such a warped, like, unfeeling, like unempathetic, like a weirdo, but also one that like desperately seeks validation. And like, I'm not even, yo, everyone on earth seeks validation in their own way. Like us doing this podcast right now, but like, it's just, I feel this very like desperate and like very sad energy behind every tweet that has like 200,000 likes. Same. Did did you see the
2: 18,000 people? at my last count, which was days ago, that attacked uh, Winter Soldier.
1: A, a, a seven-year-old movie?
2: Uh, no, 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 the guy. I don't oh, know the,
1: the- the comic book character?
2: No, the actor. I don't know the man's
1: name. Oh, the actor? The, I, yeah, I have no idea who that is. Okay. What did he do?
2: So his he can't girl, be as bad as
1: Jeremy Renner.
2: I, I like Jeremy Renner. Jeremy so, Renner
1: is a wild man.
2: He is. I, I like him so much. His <laughs> His girlfriend, Winter Soldier's girlfriend- Uh, posted an Instagram photo. I guess she's notable. I don't know who she is. Um, She posted an Instagram photo of her in a kimono that just said Asian night. And people came at him and he blocked them. And they accused him of trying to erase Asians. And if I were him, I would wear a kimono. I would spend my wealth that I've accumulated from being in motion pictures, and I would buy a many. I would buy a kimono for every day of the week.
1: Kimonos do seem like they're mad comfortable.
2: Yeah, I don't like. I don't wear silk, but otherwise, I would wear a kimono whenever I want. But the point is, <laughs> if you come at me because of something my girlfriend said, you're a pussy. There's something wrong with you. <laughs> and secondly, if you are butthurt because I blocked you. You are such a low life internet person. Yeah. <laughs> like being like salty that somebody blocked you is that is that is that's where you reveal yourself. The mask comes off and
1: it's just a bunch of zeros and ones. You know what I mean? Where your face is supposed to be. And it's just, I, oh no. <laughs> I was a little salty when Roseanne blocked me.
2: Yeah, but that's just because you want to see what she says because she rules.
1: Yeah. <laughs> I just want to be a part of her life. She keeps pushing me away.
2: Yeah. Who knows? Maybe she'll come back.
1: Maybe. Um, what, what, what else? Where, where, where do we want to go? You know, I looked up a picture of Gerard Depardieu and he's not looking very good. No, he looks terrible. He looks really bad. I feel, I feel bad saying that feels mean, but like, I mean, he is 71, but like he's got a, I don't know. He's got a, he's got to work on a, a little bit. Um, there's two, there's two things I think we should talk about. Uh, I'm sure we'll get to both um, the Wayfair thing and the Barry Weiss thing.
2: Oh yeah. We're late as fuck to Wayfair, man.
1: Wave. Cause it's so fucking stupid.
2: You know, I've still got people. So I follow Australian Insta thoughts, you know, just like people who are influencers for, for like laying on the beach with big cans. Okay. Uh, And they all believe this. And all the porn women I follow on Twitter all believe this. And they have said such wild, wild takes on this. Like they'll talk about their own bad experience with like child sexual assault, which is from their uncle and somehow connect it to fucking Wayfair. (laughs) And you'll be like, listen, girl, I know that you're still in pain from this thing that happened many years ago. Nobody is trying to take that away from you. That's not the same thing as fucking
1: Wayfair. No. Yo, child sex trafficking exists and it's horrible and it's probably it's more prevalent than you think. And it might even be, you know, more under your nose than you think. It may even, you know, who the fuck knows, man. It's a dark Seedy criminal world. It's real and it's horrifying. It's not. It's not. It's yo. This is just Pizzagate. This is Pizzagate again. And it's, honestly, it's
2: legitimate Pizzagate.
1: It's straight it's up Pizzagate,
2: Pizzagate for the left. Because as you pointed out, the people in my timeline that are about it, like the the friends that are about it, are all they were Black Lives Matter two weeks ago. This week they are Wayfair. And I I'll be honest. Maybe they care about black lives. That's possible, but it's starting to look like maybe some of these people just needed a thing.
1: Yeah. Well, people, I think a lot of, I mean, everybody definitely needs a thing, especially when, you know, they're, they have to, you know, they're being mandated to, to stay inside and not socialize. So certainly people need a thing to fill their, the gaping holes in their life. 100%. Um, but like, yo, I, I think I, this coming out, this Wayfair thing kind of coming out like less than a week after the, the and Maxwell, th- you know, being arrested, I kind of think that this is like a little bit of a psyop, you know, in the way that you thought defund the police was a CIA thing. I think Wayfair is a CIA thing just to like they want to ramp up the crazies, the crazy side of these things so they can easily deny the realities of them. And I think that's what it's kind of coming to a little bit. They want to be able to put, whenever Ghislaine, whenever she wants to talk or whenever that thing, which may not be for another fucking year, I don't think she has a trial for another year, but like whenever that kind of comes into the picture, they want to feel the narrative, the people who spin the narrative want to feel confident in their ability to like, make it all look crazy and connect it all. And I think just really what it comes the people really buying it hook line and sinker is just like yo I say this so many episodes people have to watch hypernormalization. normalization society the world is just governed by like markets and like things that we can't see and are too complex and, and move too fast that it's impossible to interpret them in real time and people just want to like layer a simple narrative on top of it that they can understand. And that's all that this is to me. It's just fake bullshit to make sense of a world that they have, they can barely comprehend. Yes. Like it's, it's, it's it's thinking that you, you can buy slaves off of Wayfair. When you, when you have that thought in your head, it's time to close the laptop. It's time yes. to it and and go for a bike ride. That's like, it's the same thing it's 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 Sandy Hook conspiracy. It's it's this insane nonsense and now all of a sudden you have a mob of people attacking Chrissy Teigen for tweets for her live tweeting from 2011 the television show Toddlers and Tiaras. Like you're now using those tweets as condemnation for her supposedly being part of a global pedophile ring. Yo turn your fucking computer off.
2: Oh, Eric. Once again, <laughs> your your advice is to turn away from injustice.
1: <laughs> Tell it's, me more. It's, Tell it's, me, really. what, did, what, did, what did she do? Oh, oh, Chrissy Teigen. She deleted a bunch of tweets.
2: Can I go in on Chrissy Teigen? Absolutely. I think she's the ugliest woman in North America.
1: <laughs> That's not nice.
2: I think she has a head like a balloon, and, and I hate it. Like one of those get well soon balloons that's like super wide and made out of metal. <laughs> I I hate her face. I that's... think she's a hideous looking human being and I don't care anymore. <laughs> I don't care. I don't care. I, everybody kisses her ass. Everybody, cause she like claps back. Yo, I don't give a fuck. Yeah, I can you? find plenty of people online to clap back at me.
1: That's nonsense. Uh, I've worked with her before. She's nice.
2: Yeah, but... So Patrick is saying, Eric's saying she's a pleasure to be around. Patrick, yeah, cool. Patrick is saying she looks like uh, the monstrosity known as Pumpkinhead from the motion picture <laughs> Pumpkinhead.
1: Great movie, love Pumpkinhead.
2: You, and apparently Chrissy Teigen, go on, defend um, defend your girl more. I'm now convinced she's in on this pedo.
1: <laughs> I mean, it's it's pretty. So in this world. Uh, pizza the word pizza is supposedly code for children I don't know child sex whatever sex slaves and there there are tweets of Chrissy Teigen being like I'm eating pizza and everyone's like look she's killing children she's putting it right in our faces exactly it's like look at the look at these these sick monsters and how they 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 do it in plain sight because they're so arrogant with their evil like it's just like they're they have to scare the children and make them feel like they're under threat of death because it engages their adrenal glands. And because they're children, they're, the adrenal glands are more pure and they can, they rip the adrenal glands out and eat them because it keeps them young. Yo, what? This I is mean, the fucking like blood libel, like anti-Semitic, like beliefs that like Jews have horns and shit. It's just repackaged.
2: Uh
0: People I kind of believe
2: it, it makes sense. It makes sense if you think about it.
1: It makes perfect sense.
2: Did you see? Listen, the porn girls I follow were pointing out that Tom Hanks likes to jog. And on yes. his jog, he will take photos of things that he encounters. Yes. And among those things is a pacifier.
0: Oh, and no. They,
2: and they say that that is him totally throwing it in our face. That he is trafficking children.
1: Okay, <laughs> it's not just a thing that was on the side of the road that he happened to jog by.
2: No, no, no. This is conclusive.
1: Oh, okay. Yo, people are nuts, man. Why? Why, why would your mind even go there? Tom Hanks seems like a nice guy. Oh, you are such a buffoon. You know what it is, man. You know what it, it, it is, and it speaks back to it. It. it, it this connects to everything that we say on this show. And it's like someone like Tom Hanks, someone like Bill Gates, someone like whoever, Obama, Bill Clinton, who like these people are successful to a degree that's so foreign from the loser that uses the internet all day. And it's this, it's these conspiracies are confirmation to them that like, Oh, they're only so successful because they were, born into this elite group of people and that's why I'm a shit failure and that's why they are who they are and they must be evil and eat children and fuck children because they're this and I'm th- it just, it's just like a way of people confirming that they're, it's okay that they're pieces of shit.
2: <sighs> I think that yes, there. well if what you're saying is that there's an element here of, of wanting somebody to fail them, not failing. And now you have to justify how only bad people succeed. Yes. Yes. Um, I think that that ties into when I said some people are pussies. This is what I'm talking about. Like where you have to, you're convinced that the only way to win is to do things that you would never do. Yeah. And it's like, okay, listen, if that's true, then it looks like, you have to redefine winning for your own, your on your own terms. Because, what what's the alternative to constantly bitch about the thing that you won't do? So you look like just a fucking loser. Nobody wants to fuck with. You know what I'm saying? Like just listen. If you believe that Tom Hanks is devouring children's pineal glands. Go kill Tom Hanks.
1: Yes. It's, I think it's your duty to kill Tom Hanks if you're convinced of that.
2: Yes. And that's why I don't think anybody actually believes this. Right. I, I, I really don't. Th- I. It's like, yo, if I believed that there was somebody that I could reach who was doing literally the foulest things imaginable, I would feel obliged to stop them. Why don't you? <laughs> <laughs> like yo, you can find Tom Hanks. What but is Tom he, Hanks like? Like a government operative? You can find him.
1: No, because see, that's part of it too. These people are not real people. They they only exist on screens. Therefore, they're they're fictional. Like The Simpsons to them. Like the like Tom Hanks to some asshole. Tom Hanks is unless you live in L.A. or Beverly Hills and see him regularly, you know Tom Hanks is not a real person. And you they probably wouldn't even recognize Tom Hanks if they actually saw if he was standing in front of them because. These are just characters that exist on your screen and in your mind. It's not, it's not actually real to these people. You know, that's what. That's why, like, no, like yo, none of this shit's real to people. Like, it's, it's, it's. I mean, I don't know. It's, it's, it's just. It's, it's weird. It's weirdo shit. It, it's, it's total fucking weirdo shit. But yeah, Tom Hanks is a real dude. You can. I, but we have to be careful about how we how we instruct people on how to deal with that because. I don't want to get that, that, that PewDiePie condemnation.
2: Yo, here's a question. You come home from a hard day at work. You find your girlfriend totally engrossed in the laptop. She won't get off the laptop and won't even really acknowledge you when you come in the door. And you say, honey, honey, hello. And she's like, "Oh, I'm sorry, I can't talk. I'm I'm sussing out evidence that Tom Hanks runs a pedophile ring." Yep. What do you do?
1: I throw the computer out the window. Oh, that's abuse, Eric. <laughs> uh. I mean, there's no way to win, right? I mean, it, it, no. I would, I would personally, I'd, I'd break the the laptop over my knee. Um, but, you know. At that point, like, yo, you gotta just clear your head, man. Like, look, and even if these things are going on, like it's it's bigger than you. Like it's it's and and if if the powers that be are unwilling, yo, like the Epstein shit. Yo. I'm not joking when I believe that man was murdered. Like, <laughs> like I like I do believe that this guy was some sort of heavy hitter in the you know in the in the intelligence agency of of either the united states or or foreign abroad or whatever like there's something there's some dark element here that's very real um but i think this shit on the internet is like literally either either it's designed to confuse you and throw you off the trail or it's just straight up like 4chan nonsense like it's it's one or the other i don't know it's i mean It doesn't really matter. But like, yo, like at a certain point, like, yo, I'll fall down an Epstein hole. Like I love watching the fucking, the the drone videos of the, the drone footage of his Island. I I think it's fascinating. I think it's so scary and dark and weird, but at a certain point you gotta just, you gotta step away because it's not your fucking life. It's not your life. Um,
2: listen, Eric, once again, you're making excuses for the pedo state, and I wonder about your complicity.
1: Mm. The pedo state, pedo wood.
2: Hold on. If I seem a little uh, distant, it's because I am uh, doing my own research, and I, I'm i kind of seeing where they're coming from.
1: The Wayfair thing?
2: Yeah, it makes sense.
1: Oh, okay. See, no, that's, so yeah, but that's the thing, is like, it's not like... You know, It's they're... insane. It's insane. But, they're, well, they're, they cherry pick things, right? And they make this inter this interlaced web of logic where it's like you can you understand the thread of logic. But like if you just zoom out, you're like, wait a second. This is insane.
2: I mean, you know, this one, you don't got to zoom out very far. No, <laughs> so you don't. <laughs> so, listen, let's talk about it. Um, are, here's the thing that I learned that is most interesting. Are you aware that there is a so okay, so for anybody that doesn't know, here's what here's what people put together that Wayfair has some overpriced items that sometimes seem to be the exact same item as uh, another item that is appropriately priced. Uh, instead of thinking, oh, this is a website with hundreds of thousands of listings and there is an error here. When I'm seeing a pillow for nine, thousand dollars, Nine thousand nine hundred and ninety nine dollars. Uh, it 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 and I'm seeing the same another pillow for 99 dollars and ninety nine cents. Instead of assuming that somewhere down the line either a programming problem or a human error uh, put the decimal in the wrong place, people jump to the idea that this must mean that children are being sold. So that's already a pretty wild jump, but. Then people start throwing in things that are upsetting, but unrelated. Like, are you familiar with the SRC thing? I
1: don't. well, Is that like the names or whatever?
2: Yeah. So, okay. So everybody, uh, you can, so people were taking the product codes and putting them into a Russian search engine. The Russian search engine, if you type in SRC USA uh, as a prefix, and then that number, whatever that number might be, you're going to get. Uh, images of children that are very, very upsetting, and th- so people said, Oh, there it is, utter proof. And then we learn, Wait a second, you can do that for any number in the world because Russians are not very good at scrubbing child pornography from their end of the internet, which is a crazy fact to learn.
1: Yeah, and I think that's the most and uh, I think, disturbing thing.
2: Yes, I I'll honestly say that if anything came of this, it's a lot of unwell people learned how to get access to a to their very unhealthy
1: fix. Yeah. Because also you can like I think if you even if you just happen to stumble upon stuff like that, you can face criminal charges.
2: Yeah, listen. I'm grateful that I will forget about this in 2 days, but there's somebody who bookmarked it. You know what I'm saying? Sure. <laughs> so like I I think that we're not doing a good job (laughs) of of kind of policing ourselves here. Like when we do crazy shit, yo, this is not good, fam.
1: It's not. It's 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 crazy. It's just it's just straight up crazy. It's uh, it's I I don't know what to say. Yo, the, the have you seen? The videos that have been flying around, like the supposed cell phone cam footage of of uh, John Podesta like beating a child. No, but that one I buy. It's so fake. It doesn't even sound like it. Sounds like Bill Burr.
2: Oh, maybe it's Bill Burr beating a child.
1: <laughs> maybe Bill Burr. Well, he, he reached the height of fame and was able to to get into those. Uh, the he, got, he he was accepted into the Build-A-Burr Group.
2: Yeah, see, it's skull, it's skull and bones. Is uh, Bill Burr? It was accepted as a fifty-three-year-old uh, man. Yeah, uh, into that, into that college fraternal organ organization. I mean,
1: like, I don't know, like, it, but it, it's just, it's just, look, it's just Pizzagate for, for, for. I guess I don't know. I don't know. I, I hesitate to even say left wing, but I've been seeing sort of like left wing people dipping their toes into it, and it's like.
2: Yo, it it was it was on fire on hardcore Twitter,
1: was it really? Yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. People were one hundred percent buying into it. Like, listen, I think we need to acknowledge what's going on here, Eric. The sort of like state worker slash office person with an empty, like, professional life that doesn't mean anything to them is now everyone, Mm. and so the strange behavior that you were getting out of your aunt. Is now everyone, everyone's strange behavior, and as Eric and I have been saying for the last for, I don't know five episodes, please resist the urge, please step away, step back from that ledge, my friend. You know what <laughs> I mean? Please, it's, it's getting so dark out here. What I'm seeing, like, I, 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 like we, we can get into it with our next topic, which is the Barry Weiss thing. Yeah, people are literally just repeating the most insane thing that they saw that day in the hope that people acknowledge them. I really feel that people are feeling under acknowledged. I feel like, like we've talked about, I think there's people in a lot of pain. There's people that are just, they don't feel visible at all. And I'm not talking about marginalized people. I'm talking about white women. Mostly (laughs) it it is. It's like people are feeling really invisible. And the only way to not be invisible in a social media context is to align yourself with whatever's going to get the likes, and a lot of times that's crackpot shit.
1: Yeah, um, the Barry Weiss thing. So, if, just to give people context, she was uh, she was what, like the head editor of the New York Times.
2: No, 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 not at all. She was like a, like an op ed contributor.
1: She was just a contributor. Okay. I thought she had some more position of authority there. She but- might've
2: been like, a, she, she might no, she might've been an, an op ed editor, but she,
1: but she is not, I mean, she's, she's not like running shit, but she was, she was known for like being a New York times journalist No. Yes.
2: Yes. Like yes. A yes. long time. Uh, I, I mean, she, so, so her and Nicole, not that long. Um, her and Nicole and Hannah is. Jones are the two. Uh, I think Nicole Hannah Jones is at the New York Times, isn't she? Um, these are the two right. like firebrand, like cause cause controversy types, right? But it's the New York Times, so it's so tired. Yeah, no, Nicole Hannah Jones is the one doing like the uh, the fraudy sixteen, whatever that is. Um, she's doing the the like historical uh, revisionism of race thing uh, that they got going on there that's like <laughs> like all these credible all these credible historians are like this is this is shaky at best and kind of irresponsible and, and they they just shouted them down with you would say that you're caught in the you're caught in the white milieu you know what i mean it's like what no you you this your, your research is just poor it's not good but i
1: don't ever want to be caught the, her, in a milieu i don't want to be in a milieu
2: no, keep me out of your milieus.
1: Keep me out of so, that shit.
2: So I think that her and Barry Weiss are on opposite ends of the controversy spectrum, uh, but the, but they are both the con- controversial figures over there at the moment. And Barry Weiss no longer. So uh, Barry Weiss uh, came in, maybe an op-ed editor. That that sounds right. Whatever she um, she got in trouble early. Um, So here's the deal. Like I ran into people online who were saying, uh, she has no respect for Palestine and this, that other thing. Hey, I, I I hate to, I hate to break this to you. I don't, That might be true. You know what I mean? I've only read most of what she's written, but let's say that's true. That would put her in line with just about most American Jews. Yes, just about every conservative Jew I've met in my life. Yep. And just and many 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 uh, uh reformed Jews. Uh,
1: I just I just would maybe like to say real, real quick, I do know Jewish people who are very pro Palestine, so it's obviously not all of them, but
2: it's no, it's no.
1: it's many of the older generation uh and not even that old, like you know,
2: not even that old 40s not and Not even old. that old.
1: Yes. Yes,
2: I would call it, I, 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 if I had to fa- fancy a guess, I would say it is the majority opinion of people, uh, 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 of Jewish Americans over a certain age, for sure. Yep. And, and it, it's telling to me, I'm not going to accuse anybody of racism but it, or anti-Semitism, but it's, it's telling to me that this view would strike somebody as so controversial that they can't stand to hear it. It means that you don't know any Jews yeah. and I hate being that guy. I hate being that guy. That's like, like talk to a black guy before you, before you uh, do your racist uh, voices on your podcast, Patrick. Like I, I hate being that guy, but truly it feels like you don't know any Jews because I'm not saying that you've got to agree. It fe- I'm not saying that you've got to be like casually against Palestine either. I mean, please, I, I've been to Israel and I'll still spit on Israel. I don't give a fuck. But I'm telling you, it's not outside the window of polite discourse in 2020 to be against Palestine if you're an American Jew. Again, it doesn't mean you got to agree with it. But to act like Barry Weiss is a hate monger makes you a fucking fool. It makes you look so stupid. And so uncultured, and so fucking unexposed to just, it just different people. Fragile. It, it, yeah, it, it really opens you up. And again, I'm not Barry Weiss's fucking advocate. <laughs> I couldn't give a goddamn. <laughs> but I can't stand to see somebody lied on. I. It honestly, I'm as a person who has been lied on. I am triggered by watching somebody get lied on. I uh, I am more likely to cape up for a bad person being lied on than a good person being bullied in it with with actual with actual uh, uh, good faith arguments.
1: Well, I don't I don't uh, know. I might he, be in the, in this particular episode in this particular conversation I might be I think I am Barry Weiss's advocate because oh, yo, I haven't read everything. So I don't think I've read much of anything she's re- uh wrote, but to me that's not the point. I obviously don't, I don't, again, I don't know everything that she's done, but like, I, I'm sure we disagree on many a thing, but the notion that I would, the, 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 the the accusation that I see thrown around on Twitter is that, oh, look, she canceled herself because she like complained about the new, the way that the New York times was going. She signed that the letter, which we talked about in the previous episode, the one about people, you know, a bunch of professionals and. Uh, creative types, yes, sort the, of admonishing, uh, chilling culture. nature of cancel culture. Yeah, right. And uh, so she stepped down, and so the the again, the fucking the thing that's getting hurled at her is, oh, look, she canceled herself. You have to really be a fucking. You have to be so willfully dishonest in a way that's like truly sickening to me. To like really to read the situation that way, and and it, and it also it also. I understand about you that you've never had to work in an environment where everyone, like, fucking hates you. Like, yo, she didn't get fired for what she said, but she realizes she's in the minority of people in her place where, and the people that agree with her don't speak up because, out of fear of being bullied. Yo, that's a fucking, that's, I'll speak your language, that's a toxic work environment. That's fucking shitty, and it would make anyone Anyone with a soul, or with with ba- it, would make anyone want to fucking get out of there as soon as humanly possible. And you know, she'll probably write a book. She'll be. She'll probably go on to have a very successful career. But like the notion that like she had to prove cancel culture exists by canceling herself. You're a fucking toad. You're a toad person.
2: Yeah, I I agree. There's a inherent toadiness to that. Here's Warts uh, like a a. a a relatively dry skinned amphibian that, that hops in the dirt. Um, because it is, uh, listen, um, she was in a hostile work environment and she used that language in it, w- which has a legal meaning. So there might be a lawsuit coming, uh, because her job did not protect her from the harassment of her coworkers. And for anybody that says like, Oh, she couldn't handle the heat like she does. Like this uh, people that are uh, make accusations of cancel culture are so fragile. Hey, I, I, maybe uh, Barry Weiss uh, at times has been one of the most hated people in the Western world for reasons that are so stupid that you should all be ashamed, but this isn't a fragile person. You understand? You can hate her. I have no great affection for her, but it's not a fragile person. She was, There are people who corroborate her stories that she was being bullied. Now, what does bullied mean? Listen, I'm a grown man tied to very archaic views of masculinity and willing to go down with most ships that I step on. So, I would not allow myself to be bullied. I'd, I'd step to somebody much bigger than me to get it over with before I get fucking bullied. But there is a gang up mentality, bulliness, bully nature to what happens in some workplaces. And I don't expect Barry Weiss, who is a professional, not an idiot with a podcast. I don't expect her to behave like me And say say it to my face, pussy. (laughs) You know what I mean? In a work in a work Slack, you know what I mean? Like I don't get on the Discord at my at my job and do that, but I might. I don't expect Barry Weiss to. So, and neither do you. Neither does anybody in the sound of my voice. So, if she can prove that she was being actively targeted by her coworkers and that there was an after expressing that to her, her higher ups, she was not afforded any protection against that. She is going to have a lawsuit. And because I hate the New York Times, I hope she bankrupts them. <laughs> so
1: yo, that, fucking that is, him.
2: that's where I stand on the Barry Weiss thing is, hey, um, there are m- people at the New York Times who are straight up. Bootlicking fucking uh, like they're shills, and I don't mean to say that. I try not to use that word because that's like what nerds on the internet accuse every like uh, outlets that report on Star Wars of being. But these are shills. They say that they're not shills to necessarily uh, corporate interests or or moneyed interests, but they are shills to their readership, who they they drip feed the sentiments that they know that they want to hear instead of the truth. Now, do I think that a newspaper has the obligation to the truth? No, I do not. Do I think that a newspaper, that that a newspaper has an obligation to exist? No, I do not. If the New York times is sued into oblivion, it won't be. But if it's sued into oblivion, I I'll do a hat dance on top of It's fucking grave. I don't give a fuck.
1: Well, it's, It's weird because people that want to, you know, people that want to like admonish these things, like, like the new, whether it's the New York Times or or whatever it is, like, yeah, it comes from the editorial piece, right? There's an editorial piece that the New York Times puts out that puts out, you know, an opinion that people find vile, people find repugnant or find that shouldn't, you know isn't polite discourse, whatever it is. It, it, it is pearl clutching, but whatever you find an opinion piece is published that you don't enjoy. Okay. I look at that and I think, yo, fuck this nonsense. Like, well, what look, look at the New York times, like fucking putting out this like absolute bullshit. Um, that sucks. But the reaction that some people have is, Oh, burn down the New York times. Like New York times has to only espouse, my, what I think, because it's irresponsible of them to put out the opinions of so-and-so because it could be dangerous or it could incite violence. Yo, that's all nonsense. And like, I'm not defending the opinion piece itself, any opinion piece. It's not the point. People get lost in the weeds on this because they think that when you defend things like freedom of speech or freedom of the press, that you're defending the content of the speech itself and and yeah, whatever it's saying. Don't. Yo, that's not that fucking is. it. I don't give a shit what it says. It has a right to be said. It has a right to exist. It has a, like, people, if people, if it's fit to print, then it goes out. And you don't have to buy it. But wanting to destroy it based on its content is fucking wrong. It's wrong and stupid and weird. And it only hurts yourself.
2: Oh, uh, Eric, you and your fucking old school... Classical liberal values.
1: It's it's sick. it's like it's like it's like saying that it's like saying that being being uh, it's like it's like saying opposing the death penalty is oh you're pro murder then apparently like what like that's not what we're fucking talking about. No people
2: people fucking love binary nonsense, but listen, it, it, it's, uh, Eric, you don't even need to say this shit. It's, it's so basic ass that it's, it, it's, it does not need to be validated. People but, that don't understand, I, I, I get very mad at the current discourse on, on free speech, which is, We need everybody's such an equivocating nerd. Where they go, we need free speech. It's the best antidote to hateful speech. It's it's you got to use sunlight to, to to cure this problem. And it's like, hey man, that might be true or it might not. But freedom of expression is a standalone value. It does not matter if it burns the world down. It does not matter if it does a positive net, a net positive for the world or net negative. It does not matter at all. It is a, it is an essential right. Your life, in my view, is very, it's worth much less without it. So whether or not it fights hateful speech is of no relevance to me whatsoever. And I don't think that there's any need to couch a, fundamental human right in its, its societal good. I don't think that that's necessary. Like, and I get, I get angry at this notion. I keep feeling like I'm, I'm eating crazy pills. Like, why are we justifying free speech in what it could potentially do? You know what I mean? Like, yo, I don't care if it does. I don't care if it's good or bad. I don't
1: care. It's, it's, it's not relevant at all. But, but the thing is like, why, why does it keep coming back there? Like I've really tried to argue this point. Like I've really, I've had this conversation with people and it's always, it always comes back to, so then you think Nazis should, should then, then you're defending Nazis. And it's like, yo, no, I'm defending the notion that people have the right to do whatever they want, regardless of what they think.
2: Eric, that's those people have such small fucking brains, man. Like that, like I, I don't know how else to say it. Like you're arguing with like, real queen's hicks you know <laughs> it, 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 it's it's like if that's the level of discourse where y- you're saying something that's so either one of two things either the uh, the person positing the idea that you're defending nazism because you're defending spree- free speech that might be used to espouse nazism if if that is what you're you're also ex- uh, def- i guess in that case you're also advocating for uh VCR manuals, you know, what I mean, you're, you're advocating for, uh, well, uh, well-intended Christmas cards, you know what I mean? You're intending for all speech. So yes, 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 yes. I suppose that I am now, uh, Himmler, you know what I mean? So, so uh, just as I am also Dr. Seuss, just as I, I am, uh, uh also, uh, uh, Jimi Hendrix, you know what I mean? So it, it, it's, uh, but that person is just so, Either dishonest and trying to just hit you with the most ludicrous uh, position to make you defensive, or they're just a true fucking idiot. Like that's a true fucking idiot. And I've fought so many true idiots in my life, and I'm just tired. Uh, you got. Sometimes you got to let the fool be the fool.
1: I mean, it's just. I just. I, I'm not sure what it is. Is it like a like? I don't know if it's a fundamental d- misunderstanding. Like, if they're just not quite comprehending, like, the notion of of what we're saying or, like, if it's it's willful dishonesty or if it's, like, just, like, straight up, like, an unappreciation of, like, your own humanity or your own rights. Like, maybe, like, because you've existed in a world where, like, you're able to express yourself and able to – like, because you've had that freedom your whole life and you don't have any necessarily – out of the box, you know, views or opinions that like, you don't feel that like it's that y- you don't really actually benefit from it because it, it's sort of like, well, like, you know, you don't, you know, uh, if you have nothing to hide, you then you have nothing to by. worry about. It's like one of those things. It's yeah. like, and it's like, if you don't, if you don't want to get shot by police, don't do anything wrong. Right. Exactly. And it's, it's just like, I don't know how to explain to people That like, yo, you know what it comes back to me is for a a lot. It's just it's it's the Don Imus nappy headed hose thing. It's like, yo, if you ban people from like if you if you let's say, I don't know, radio sounds archaic now because no one listens to the fucking radio anymore. But like, let's just say you ban the N word, right? A word that we all agree isn't nice and is and is usually hurtful. Well, guess what? Yo, like 98% of white people aren't using that word. You know who uses it the most? Black people. So you've just limited their speech, essentially.
2: Well, not if you make exceptions for people, which uh, we we tacitly do. Like, even if we don't, you know, like, listen, that sort of shit where it's like, for whom the bell tolls like what what are we outlawing today and who does it actually hurt like again that stuff is like at this point anybody who doesn't realize that is just so goofy you know what I mean like it's just so goofy like I'm starting to get so mad at like these people that are just such bad faith uh, uh, like they posit bad faith arguments about like what like you can't you honestly have such like a, a fish like a goldfish's view of history that you can't see that this you've you've been on the your positions have been on the other side of this fucking bowling ball you you don't realize that you have occasionally been stomped down by this fucking uh authoritarian approach to fucking speech it, it, then i can't fuck with you you're just so ignorant and well, for me to call somebody ignorant when i'm gonna read a total of three books this year is fucking
1: telling three books jesus look at you um It's it's I just got to go back to Patrice, man. He's he's my spiritual. He's my spiritual guide. It's like, yo, white people don't fucking say nappy headed hoes, but a dude like Patrice O'Neill might. And he and we also want to say straight headed hoes whenever the fuck we feel like. Like, do you understand? Like, do people get that? Like when people enforce restrictions on speech, the people doing the enforcing don't give a fuck about the content of the speech itself. They don't fucking care. They're just responding to people's people crying. Yes. They don't give a shit about the long tail or who it affects. They're just saying, oh, people want this thing gone. Oh, okay. Yes. Shareholders. Okay, Shareholders. Shareholders. (laughs) Advertisers. (laughs) Corporate paymasters.
2: Corporate paymasters. Oh, you're talking on that Nick Cannon. Nick
1: Cannon (laughs) juice thing. Yes, exactly. I, I sent you a picture of uh, Ice Cube hanging out with Farrakhan.
2: Oh yeah, I know. I I uh, I framed it. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's my it's uh, my uh, wallpaper now.
1: It's 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 just it's wild, man. I don't know. I can't. I I, I feel like this is this is just like the the we should be on Cumia's uh, uh, free speech network. I'll
2: see if we can't get that job. Why not?
1: Cause that's all this podcast has become. We're just, we're just like anytime people want to like dump on some shit, I just got to, I don't know, man, I got to like, I, I feel like my complaint often with this podcast is that we just keep going around in circles and that the news cycle, like last year it was Roseanne and now it's Nick Cannon. And now it's people getting, and we just have to keep coming on the show and just being like, yo, this is fucking wrong and crazy. Stop doing this, please. But like, it like it gets exhausting sometimes to constantly go through this like just cyclical sort of thing where it's the same controversies with the characters replaced but like the the freedom of speech and the freedom of expression freedom of press like this shit fucking means it's fucking important to me like it's it's and it should be important to everybody when people like whether you're hit by censor cops or whether people are are self-censoring cuz they're afraid like that sucks do you and do you not realize that the art sucks? Do you not realize that in like the last ten years art general like like pop art, pop culture, whatever, it all fucking sucks ass because none of it has a voice no. or balls Eric,
2: that's the problem man, is that if you're under a certain age you 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 don't you can't know that. You know what I mean? Like it just because of you've only had access to certain things in your life, or like certain things have been presented to you. So you you're not going to go back and watch a movie from the seventies until you're in your fucking early thirties, and then you'll be like, wait, 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 why? It why isn't anything I I'm exposed to like this? Like why Why does everything I'm doing this? And and so, but if you're like twenty two, there's no way that you would be interested in those things. And for good reason, I'm not knocking the 22 year old for that. So, uh, and then if you are such a fucking banal anodyne idiot, that that's what you like anyway, then uh, that you like these like tasteless, formless, flavorless, not non things, uh, then you're going to, you're going to gravitate to, you're not going to notice that good things are gone. So, Uh, no, Eric, I think that most people do not recognize at all. Like they hear us and they go like, listen, these two old heads guys, Eric, isn't even old. Uh, (laughs) these two old, these two old heads fucking, uh, waxing about the good old days. I bet that they wish that they had slaves on their plantation. (laughs) Uh, Hey everybody. Firstly, yes, I do. Yeah, I do. But secondly, (laughs) secondly, uh, no, that's, that's not true. I, I, like my life is better now than it was 10 years ago. I'm happy for all the changes that have occurred in my life. I'm not mad at anybody. I'm not like, I don't see the world Same. as this, uh, ir- irredeemably horrible place. that's never getting any better, but, but, but. However, there's no, there's truly no debate. Music is talk to somebody from, um, anytime from 1960. No, I would say 1953 to, uh, Uh, 19 or to the year 2000, they would tell you that uh, music was one of the biggest cultural forces. Uh, It it, it was a cultural force uh, shifting societal standards and setting a tone. And now no, now nobody can say that about music. Music is virtually irrelevant. It is, it it has no cultural clout whatsoever. Nope. Uh, And that's a loss. The same thing can be said about films that so if people don't act stupid, that doesn't mean that no good music comes out. It doesn't mean that, that no good films come out. It does, however, mean that they're devalued to such a degree that few good things come out. And when they do come out, they're often marginalized or there's no excitement around them. And it, it is anybody who denies that about specifically, uh, music and film is lying straight out. There is no debate, <laughs> so it's. And also, if you look, at, if you want to, if, if, if somebody any, wants to say Eric, that that film is irrelevant because TV and video games have, have uh, supplanted uh film, hey, I'd, I'd listen to your conversation, stupid, but I'd listen to it. Uh, explain music,
1: yeah. Well, it's, it's, it's. It's also a part of – that. anytime an artist puts something out, it's, like, immediately, like, analyzed to death by, like, this internet culture. And, and as soon as they find something morally objectionable, they want to fucking, like, completely put it in the trash. How many times do I have to see blank yada yada is over party? How many times do I have to fucking see that? Because fucking – they were showing feet in the, in the race chats. Like what is wrong? Like you don't, these people don't want to have things that have inherent value. They, they only want things that conform to what they think is right. And it's like, yo, I talk about the movie Fritz, the cat all the fucking time. And it's one of my favorite movies. The movie itself is fucking disgusting. It's fucking putrid. It looks bad. And it like, yo, it's, it's an X rated cartoon about like, animals it's it's fucking gross i am not a furry it's nasty but it's so good it's just in it's like voice and like it's like willingness to like to to do things that were at especially at the time like reprehensible to ever be considered to be put on film like that's awesome like how do you not find that compelling like, how do you not like want to chase that or want to like do something that's as affecting? Why do you want to just look at it at on a surface level, which you think is deep and analytical, but on a surface level and being like, ew, like, you know what I mean? Like you just want to like look at things and say, ew, because they're not, I, I don't know. Is it resentment or is it just like a fundamental, like you have so much access to shit that you ultimately don't care? Like, do you just not care? I, I don't, I don't know what it is. Uh, it's called being a pussy arc. It's just called um, being, it's so dis it's so uninteresting and so like just like dispassionate and like just just like visionless and like passive and like you're just a slug. Like you just like you offer nothing and you you want to just you want to admonish anything that has like that is not like within your purview of 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 uh, I don't know. I, I hesitate to even say, I don't know, just things that you don't like. It's just like, yo, know, these people, these nothings now like govern, like the art world and like govern, like just like they're now like the judge, jury and executioner of anyone that wants to do anything. And like, yo, know, no shit. No one wants to do anything anymore. Like, you know, like people are afraid and people are like, I don't know. People are mad pussy.
2: I know, Eric, I know. I like that you just went full Khmer Rouge on people. Uh, y- y- <laughs> you are on some to destroy you as no loss
1: <laughs> sort of hatred for, for, for people that you perceive as do nothings. I know um, and it, it sucks, man. Cause you know me, I'm like, I'm a fucking sweetheart and I fucking love people. But like when I see this side of people, I get, I feel really like, I feel sad. I feel sad that like, you don't, you aren't compelled by like things that are obviously cool. Well, OK, so so
2: I, I'm always stating that I like and dislike the oft comparison between sort of the the, the religion and <clears throat> uh, kind of the current zeitgeist, whatever we want to call it, like social justice movement, whatever we might want to call it. Um, but here's one respect that I think some thinkers have have put this idea out. Can my idea exist concurrent to your idea or do you feel obliged to destroy my idea? That's a religious question because Eric, I have no problem if people want to have these anodyne pablum, uh, no impact art that they want to make. That is completely their right. God bless. Sure. Now, can I make what I want to make without fear of being destroyed? If you answer no, then you are re- a religious zealot who does not respect my rights where I am respecting your rights. And therefore, and you that are is my where I get, very, I get very angry at this conversation when people act like, again, the cancel culture isn't real thing. It's like, if it's not real, then why am I content to allow your perspective to, persist and you can't afford me even the small space of allowing me to sell the thing that I sell to the people that want to buy it. You, th- these people strike me as pr- uh, prohibitionists. You know what
1: I mean? Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. It's like, like it's temperance yo, you, shit.
2: Yeah, it is like, Oh, you can't let me do the thing I want to do with my own body and my own time uh, to, and share it with people that are like-minded. What the fuck is your mental disease?
1: It's yeah, it's it's it it is. Yeah, I mean, it's interesting. It's interesting that the, the corporate and their like religious aspects of of the cancel stuff because it's like I don't think anyone that's like part of it that's like active in it, I don't think that they see those components or that they, I think those the corporate and the and the religious, I think those are nuanced sort of perspectives on the whole thing because it's not surface level. And I think these people are only capable of surface level. I think that's what, maybe that's the epiphany that I'm having. I don't think these people are capable of deep reads because if they were, I don't think they'd be canceling. <laughs> I think that's like, I think that's like very, I think that's, that's evident. Like, I, I, and I don't know that there's a way to like really explain to people that like, yo, when you do this shit, you're a nun. Like you're, you're, you're a nun in the fucking the Coventry or whatever the fuck they call it. Like you are a teacher, you're a cop, you're, you're noticing a rule infraction and, and, and you're slapping, you know, with your ruler or nightstick and like you don't care to look into it. Like you, that, that's the the context and, and the different perspectives, the sides, the three dimensionality of it. You're not interested in, you interested in, in a simple narrative that like and and you're only you're like the, it's like the t1000 you're a robot like you just you 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 your target hits something and it's immediately open fire and like it's out of this perverse like righteousness like there's really no other way to say it it's out of this like perverse notion that you're doing the right thing and it's like it's just so wrong i just think it's so i think it's so wrong and it's also like i don't know what the word would be but like the, the the concept that you're taking it upon yourself to to like th- that you've given yourself the authority on the matter like that you've you, that you're deciding that you're you're the judge of this thing or you you get to decide that that it's time to eliminate x because of of this because of an infraction of rule 37b like it's just weird and it, and it, and it's it's troubling it's troubling the amount of influence that it has and i think the only way to really deal with it is like to just strip twitter of its social influence like i don't i don't see any other way
2: eric it took 102 episodes before i just had to check before you you shed uh your weasel flesh <laughs> and, and and emerged and emerged as a proud king
1: because uh, you know what I'm it man? Hap- hap- i'm happy it's just at a certain point, you know what I mean? Like, we talked about it last episode. Like, there's always there, – there, there's someone that's obviously – yo, there are monsters in this world. If Cosby's out here raping 70 people over, over decades, get him the fuck out of here. Put him in – you know, get him away from people. Like, he doesn't – he's lost the, the trust of society to be around people. Same with Weinstein. There's monsters in this world that should suffer the consequences of their heinous acts. I'm with that, but not for when you say a thing on a podcast four years ago, like there has to be a distinction, man.
2: Now I see what this is. You're just advocating for yourself because, uh, you did that. <laughs> that's what it is. Yeah. We did that. We did that N word bit. Oh no. And now, now you're feeling the heat who who got to you. Who, who's breathing down your neck.
1: Don't bring it up.
2: <laughs> uh, yeah. Eric, listen, it, it's, uh, I don't know. It's, it, I, I just, the problem is that if you want to talk about real shit, people look at you like you're like a Weasley devil's advocate that is just trying to undermine their humanity. Like that's an actual meme that's going around that like, Hey, look at me. I'm the devil's advocate. I don't care about your personhood. Everything's hypothetical and academic to me. I just want to have conversation. To, and it's like, hey, whenever you v- vilify somebody who wants to actually engage with an idea as if it's an idea, you look like the asshole. So, it's like, yo, Yes, there are trolls online. Yes, there are weirdos who, who there's dorm room argue, argue people who just want to fucking like have the intellectual exercise of trying to stump you or get you mad. I acknowledge that person exists, but if somebody, if somebody, if you say statement a, and I say statement a, in all cases, and you go all cases, and then I go, what about this instance? That's not being a devil's advocate. That's the most rudimentary notion of, uh, uh, of, uh, uh, of rational thought. That's how you yeah. arrive at a place. That, that is how we understand if what you're saying holds up under all circumstances, some circumstances, which circumstances it, it holds up under. That is how we determine what you're actually saying. So to vilify that is to mean that you don't care about the ins and outs of a thing. You just want to shout your slogan from a parade float and go home. That's who you are. You are a tourist in the world of giving a shit.
1: Yeah. Well, I, I think it's more evident than ever. I mean, just in what we were talking about earlier, like the way people fucking like jump around and shit like they they jump from like thing to thing. You know what I mean? Like there's there's one thing this week that's driving people crazy and then there's, you know, a thing, you know, just the the way in which our news cycle moves about in like, you know, we forget what happened, you know, less than two weeks ago because a new thing has taken its place. I mean, it's just, it's evident, you know, like it, it, it's it's just like you, it, it, you have the memory of a fish, uh, a fucking goldfish.
2: Yeah. And then uh, we can, uh, let's not, let's not even get into the fucking <laughs> The COVID, oh, I, I, COVID? yeah, I know you're over it. I know you think it doesn't even matter anymore, but it's uh, watching people limp to the to the finish line of we've all got to get it is painful. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's really it's really painful to watch. Um, my parents watch CNN all day, and on the side of the screen there's a graphic throughout the entire day that tells you how many cases in the United States that is the least. Now this is not a Trumpian notion. That is just a very unhelpful data point. Yeah. It's, it's just not helpful for a a virus that many people contend everyone on earth will be exposed to eventually. That's not helpful telling me this many people have it. What I need to know is, okay, are medical services anywhere in the United States overrun? Okay. That's an, that's an emergency issue that needs to be addressed. Okay. What is the death rate? Oh, is, can that be mitigated in some meaningful way? Let's jump on it. Oh, is the death rate about what you'd expect for say a newly say a virulent flu season uh, if it's what you expect for that, and we're talking about a completely novel virus, a completely new thing, then I'm sorry to report that that person was not going to make it. I'm sorry to report that It brings me no joy. I, I, I believe I finally have somebody in my life that has COVID. So if that proves true. I'll be obviously very concerned for them. And I will obviously think it is a tragedy if anything more serious than a cold befalls them. But when we're talking about older people, as we very often are, we need to start being more honest about this. We're not doing anything for ourselves by not addressing these things in real terms. I'm getting fed up with this the, the weird, weird, weird mask conversation so
1: it is now 2024 and the choice is up to you do you listen to good podcasts or do you listen to bad ones well, we've got a suggestion for you How about you listen to a good podcast for the first time in your miserable life? I can think of one. Overnight Drive. Going Strong. 11 years now. The podcast about nothing. Your favorite podcast's favorite podcast. Do you enjoy nothing? (laughs) Huh, so do we. Why don't you come over and check it out? And stop listening to other podcasts. Thank you.
2: You have basically every intelligent person saying, yeah, I wear a mask when I go to the store. It seems to be uh, an indoor disease. Uh, that makes sense to me. And and basically that's every every intelligent person is saying that they're saying i don't know to what i don't know what they're going to find if this is going to prove highly effective or just marginally effective or nominally effective if it, but if it's effective at all it's a small price to pay okay that's what most smart people i interact with are saying yep however none of the smart people i interact with are screeching that it is a moral issue and that if you refuse to wear a mask in a public park, then you're a fucking devil ass wayfair pedophile. <laughs> that is, that is not what the intelligent. So let me, th- we should do a segment on the show. That's just, what are people with an average IQ saying? <laughs> and it sh- and it should just be to inform those of you that are fucking screeching fucking idiots that, Hey, there's a whole other dialogue happening that is not primary colors. And it is not barking at each other because to make nonstop memes about a battle that is barely happening, which is the mask versus not mask civil war that you all jumped onto because you got tired of black lives. Yo, fuck you. It's barely a fucking thing. Those of you that are like, no, no, no. There was like 60 people, uh, I- I- I protesting in orange County. It's like, yes, they were standing outside of bars, you know? What I mean? Like, yes, they were, they were yelling. It's like, Hey, there's people that don't want to mask. There's people that want to keep their business open through this. They're going to exist. Okay. But do not make it like, I think that the outsized fixation on it in the same way that I think the outsized fixation on, uh, uh, anti-vaccine is it reflects more poorly on the accuser than I think people even realize it makes you look like you're hung up on a thing that it might be important, but your sort of, uh, uh, your, your monomania, uh, it, it looks unhealthy and you
1: look goofy. I really, I really think there's like the only way to, I'm sick of talking about COVID and it's not because it's tired as fuck. It's because I really think because it's a novel virus, it's only a productive conversation once we have all the information and that could take a while. But like until then it's everyone just like being like, Oh, well I think what happened is it hit here in December and we didn't know and blah, blah, blah. We don't know enough of it to really have an educated conversation. We don't even, we barely know like the, the 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 real like driver of how it's spreading, like we're we don't know enough yet, and like yo, was, look,
2: that, was that your canon impression?
1: Yeah, it was. It, uh, it it's just like yo, you want like look. There's nothing to fucking do. You want to go pick up food or go to the grocery store or you're somewhere that's crowded. Put a stupid mask on. Apparently, it's what everyone. It's a it's a magical piece of cloth that stops the virus right now. I guess. Uh, it's polite. Fine, whatever. It's not a big deal. If it can slow things down, even fucking two percent, I guess it's worth it. Um, what is really unhelpful and really what we talked about earlier today? What really this is what grinds my gears. It's the fucking more more Nick Cannon. It's the it's yeah more Nick Cannon. Yeah, holy crap, lower some Nick Cannon. Uh it's it's the it's the fucking reporting. It's the reporting on this shit that's that drives me up the wall. The willful like lying and sensationalism and and I'm not talking about numbers. I'm I'm just talking about the way that like we report like whenever a young person succumbs to the, the virus, there is this like effort on the part of the media to blow it up as if this is a thing that happens on the regular it doesn't fam it doesn't i'm telling you if you're under the age of 60 and you have a a, a working a functional immune system and no other underlying causes you're probably going to be good and guess what even if you have underlying causes you there's a good chance you might be good also like it's not i just don't think it's the death sentence that people that like the media is espousing it to be and that's not to take away from people that have died. I'm not trying to be fucking callous about the shit. I'm just saying in terms of it being a concern in your life, like I don't think it's something, like look, take all the precautions into your own hands. Like, can, you know what I mean? Like, follow, you know, do the thing. Do the thing you're supposed to do. But like, being like weird about it and screaming at other people that like, maybe aren't doing the thing that you're doing or wearing a different kind of mask or are at the the beach, you know, on their own or whatever, like, stop, stop being weird about it. Just live your life and take your own. Like if the person, I don't know, maybe it's just, is it a very New York thing? Like if I see a guy, you know, at a party or on the beach, you know, like not wearing a mask or whatever, you know, smoking, if people are sharing a blunt. I look at that and go, huh, I wouldn't do that. And I walk the other way.
2: Eric, I maintain that New York is the nosiest shithole I've ever been in. I know, so I right? Agree. Yeah,
1: that's yeah, and it is. It's well because New York is not the the New York. New York is like a women's college now. It's not like it's not it's not the hey, It's not the New York that I grew up in. It's not. It's, it's that barely exists anymore.
2: It, it's New. Listen, I, I had this conversation with Tom, Axe uh, to Grind Tom yesterday. He thinks this might be the worst time to be in New York ever. Easily, like, easily. He, it, he says it. It feels claustrophobic and empty at the same time. And yes. Oh, I, Tom's a genius. I, he's one hundred percent right. I, I, I just think that New York is so wholly without character now that it might as well be a Walmart, uh, like forty miles outside of Tulsa. Yo. I think it's so fucking characterless. I think it's like, listen, d- d- do, the, d- do your Nick Cannon impression again. Holy crap, Lois. <laughs> no, not that one. Do
1: the New whoa. Yorker. That guy. <laughs> or what? The John yeah, Cannon guy. Oh, I don't know. No,
2: <laughs> I think that's Canadian. No, do, do the New Yorker.
1: Oh, hey, if you's not wearing a mask, I'm going to. Come over your head with the crow by you, fungal.
2: Yeah, exactly. But uh, double goal. So, uh, th- so that one, uh, that guy might suck, and we might not have a ton in common with him. But I mourn the loss of that person because yeah. there was some, there was some character there, man. It might have been a bad character, but it's almost like at this, like you don't follow as many Instagram hoes as I do, but no. I was, I was talking to my girl about this the other day. She sent me some, she sent me some woman and she said, this girl's uh, surgery is really, really uh, top high end. Really good. And I said, yeah, I said, what about this girl? And she goes, Oh, Oh, fucking disgusting. And I said, okay, so they both had a lot of surgery. They're both like objectively good looking women, but my girl's like the girl that I sent is like ugly hot. And that like at this juncture in my life, that's got like the character counts for something. Sure. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, so the, 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 the Fungool guy, you know, do I want to spend my every waking hour with him? No. But would I like to see him at the deli. Yes, I would. I would like to see him at the deli more than I would like to see the, uh, the antiseptic, the, pardon me, everybody, this is getting race based. Now the antiseptic whites, You know what I mean? Like, like, please, I'm not even that guy that's bitching about gentrification. I think it's a very unstoppable process. I don't care what anybody says. It doesn't mean I'm for it or against it. I think it's like yelling at the fucking sun. But uh, I'm so like the the fucking antiseptic whites kill me in New York. Yeah. Good news. Good news crimes up 200%, so yeah. uh, maybe they'll be maybe they'll be driven out soon.
1: Good, get the fuck out. No, you know, I I yo. can't imagine what New York City offers to anyone at this juncture unless you're a banker or, or like uh, like I I truly I don't know because, you know, there's no culture has been culture's gone, you know, like there's no you can't go anywhere, you know. It, I guess it's slowly coming back, but I I see uh, lockdown down to Electric Avenue not, not, far, uh, not too far in the future um, Eric what? Eric,
2: Picture something for a second
1: Yes You,
2: you attend NYU uh, I don't know if NYU is one of the colleges That's keeping the same uh, The same tuition Costs Some colleges are actually keeping the same tuition Costs despite not having Physical courses Yeah it's criminal. Uh, that's criminal That's criminal uh, or you're criminal if you buy in. You're you're an idiot if you continue to attend. But uh, here's the thing: if let's say that you're paying NYU or Columbia money to go to school by li- and living in New York, and you can't actually go to the courses, you would have to have actual brain damage to make that your life. You would have to be so dim. That there's no hope for you, yeah, everybody or 17, if you can't I mean. no it's inexcusable, listen, <laughs> if you are in college and can't attend college physically this year, stay at your folks' house and work a job as well do, do not spend the money on being someplace that you can't even go any place right now, yeah, I can't imagine how dumb people feel at this moment, like New York must, you know, I'm depressed. I'm depressed thinking about New York and I'm in a, I'm in a rainstorm in a garage in Schenectady, New York, and I'm depressed for you.
1: Yeah. Well, uh, luckily, I mean, the things that you like about New York, the ignorant deli guy is still in my neck of the woods because I'm too far away from the, the gentrified areas. I'm on the border of, of Jamaica, which is still the hood. And, uh, it's i still see that guy all the time so my i have a little preserved piece of of new york city where the assholes still live but um it it yeah i mean it's just i i, I don't know i don't know what i don't know what the city could possibly offer to anyone at this juncture and even covid aside i mean like i was feeling this last year it's like i don't what the fuck who 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 I don't know. Maybe I'm old and depressed. Maybe like, like you said, maybe that's it. Maybe it's young people that are plugged into the cool shit, wherever the loft raves are or whatever, whatever cool, you know, trippy shit kids are on now. I like like where you went with that one. I mean, maybe that's, maybe that's what's going on. Like maybe, maybe there's, there's some hip shit still going. Yo, honestly, you know, maybe with the, with what's going on now, like maybe kids will finally get sick of the lockdown shit and have their own fucking like DIY like basement shows or whatever. Like that sounds lit like that. Like if we if this could bring back DIY culture in some way, if we like, I mean, like you said, like things like gentrification are inevitable because the cost of living just keeps going up and up. So people are going to gradually move into poor neighborhoods. Like it's it's totally, totally inevitable. Um, but yeah, I, I don't know. Uh, Bring me back. Where, where, where were we going with all this?
2: Uh, New York's a toilet. Um, it's not a fun place. Uh, uh, stay home, work on your body.
1: Yeah. yeah. Um, Uh, oh, you know, know what I wanted to say? You know how the, the dismissive thing that people like to say, uh, when, when they're talking about, um, like college and shit is just like, is, is learn to code. Yeah, I have a, I have a new one. Throw your computer away. Hit me. Uh, throw your computer away. Learn to weld.
2: Oh, learn to weld. Learn to uh, distill hemp oil into a uh, dab material. Uh, <laughs> and and, and uh, yeah, I, honestly, Eric, I don't know if I told you this. I uh, had a, a dinner with a firefighter, and at the end of it, I just wanted to be a firefighter. Uh, th- they, they clean, which I don't love. Uh, th- so they start the shift, they clean, uh, then they just do whatever the fuck they do. So like for some guys that's playing video games for other guys that's selling insurance for some guys that's, uh, probably writing manifestos about how they hate women. Like it, it, it's whatever they want to do. They do that until they get a call and then they go to the call and then they run into a building on fire yeah. and that's the fucking job. Yeah. And, and they can, they can say anything. Half of them are probably kicking the shit out of their partners, but as dark as anybody might think that is, I got to say everybody that being a public figure of any type is a brain disease at this point. And if you could get into being a underwater welder or firefighter where you are only accountable to your own fucking uh, conscience, Yo, that is so much better, man. Like 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 people again, like you and I sound stressed out about cancel culture shit and this probably means next to nothing for half of our listenership who don't constantly have some artistic or or public facing endeavor. It probably means nothing. But I'm telling you everybody, for anybody trying to sell you on this notion that there is not like some like effort to to make a monoculture here that is just totally smooth and without character, I I can tell you I do a lot of shit I see it firsthand. So, uh, I I want to be a firefighter is what I'm driving at. And apparently, I mean, the I can't, way the,
1: this can only go two ways, right? It can either chill the fuck out and we can like kind of get back to some kind of normalcy, or it just gets worse and people continue to self censor and make bland flavorless oatmeal art that's worth nothing. And you know, I try and turn, I try and spin, I do my best as depressed as I am. I, I'm not actually depressed, but as, as depressed as I am, I spin, I try and spin things into a positive. And like if my, if I, because of our podcast in the way that makes us very, 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 very low rung, uh, public facing people, if this podcast means I lose my straight gig, I'll just do my own thing at that point, I guess like we'll just make a fucking movie. We'll just, we'll, I will pursue, go further to pursue my own thing. That'll be the way. And, and yo, haters be damned. I, I quote, I quote Rick to life.
2: Yeah. Well, you're very wise to the game. Of course. Um, So, uh, which we should mention by the way, uh, everybody, uh, we are buying gamer chairs. Uh, what, is the, what is the name of the feature that we're doing? People uh, uh, people named it after our last episode. <laughs> um, I wanted to call it the gamer chair, but you suggested something else and people ran with it. I, I got a lot hour. of people hit. The incel hour gamer aids. <laughs> <laughs> I just want to point out how childish that is, firstly, and secondly, how... That will 100% get us demonetized on YouTube. So uh, if we do it in a format like YouTube, uh, we're going to need you to get in the super chat and start throwing dollars at us because right. yeah. there's no way we're getting an advertiser with the Incel Hour Gamer Aids uh,
1: network. Yeah. Man, what? Because the Aids thing, What? what's the thing that makes it so objectionable?
2: Uh, Yeah, it might be the incels, might be the AIDS, might be the
1: gamers. Uh, AIDS is curable now. We got to cure. The president said we got to cure for AIDS.
2: Yeah, I suppose we're all right.
1: Right. Uh, It's like making fun of the fucking, I don't know, what's something that you can cure? Tuberculosis.
2: Yeah, it's a foot fungus now.
1: (laughs) Exactly. Yeah, it's it's a, yeah, it's a wart.
2: AIDS, A-I-D-S, more like N-B-D, my dude.
1: Exactly. It's just
2: not. It's just not really that important. We're you good. Get, you get on the prep.
1: It's no BD.
2: Um, all right, Eric, I'm going to call this because, uh, the rain is coming down.
1: All right. Uh, you got to get back into your little, uh, your, you, so you, you're on the YouTube tip of the guy who lives in his car now, right? You're living in like a, a storm drain.
2: Yeah, precisely right. I'm living, uh, in under, in the storm tunnels beneath Las Vegas, uh, with a former uh, uh porn actress uh we're both hopelessly addicted to methamphetamines uh, i uh, g- take copper piping out of b- condemned buildings um, she's a twitch streamer
1: that's lit you gotta you gotta collect the copper uh <laughs> piping so we can fund our our movie project.
2: I'm into that but here's what I think I think that we could have a i don't want to say successful but I think we could add an additional 10 grand to our income or let's make it nine grand so we can stay beneath the notice of uncle Sam. Uh, and, uh, by being low, low, low level streamers. Uh, and my, uh, because I didn't grow up wanting to be a streamer, it's not a particularly big ambition of mine, but if you and I can sit in our new gamer chairs purchased from Wayfair, <laughs> then I think I, I I think that uh and just play video games for hours under the name uh incel hour gamer aids, uh I think that we're we're DIY. We're we're really doing it for ourselves.
1: I I mean it's the it's the only logical path forward. And I and I and I expect everyone who listens to the show to be uh, big, big supporters of that and, uh, and, and, uh, big advocates for us personally. Um, you can hit the Twitter at WP timeline. Um, I haven't looked at it in a while, but, uh, I'll come back to Twitter someday. You, you yeah, be canceled
2: we, by now.
1: We could be, that could actually, no, the last time I checked our, our followers went up and that was like without engagement, which is wild. Um, hang on, you know what? I'll, 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 I'll uh, 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 I'll check right now. Let's see how we're doing. Uh whoa, holy shit, we got a lot of notifications. Um, uh, we lost a follower. Eh, fuck you. Um Yeah, we're doing all right. Yeah, the, tw- the Twitter's doing all right. Um hit the Twitter at WP Uh hit the Patreon, uh Patreon.com slash worst possible timeline. That's the best way that you can support us. Uh throw us some bucks. Uh we'll we'll, we'll do a Patreon episode this weekend. So we, we we really got to be better about putting more regular content on there but there's also there's a tier where you can uh it, for 20 bucks we'll give you a uh, little cameo video um people people have been loving that shit people people love when we do that um, you get a little nice little video 10 minute thing or so from pat and I and uh it's a great way to support us and uh, and and keep this stuff going and we'll be able to grow into into bigger and better things so um yeah hit that up
2: All right. Everybody, uh, stay healthy. Uh, Use your own head.
1: Yes, please, for the love of God, think about things three-dimensionally, look into them, and um, uh, maybe close your computer every now and then.
2: Please.
0: Well, hey, podcast listener. My name is Vince, and I'm the host of a show called The RR Show. It stands for Reddit Readings.